live from the J.C. Newman Cigar Studio in Boston, Massachusetts. Welcome to the Smokin' Tobacco Show with your hosts, Matt Tobacco and Smokin' Nicole. And good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of the Smokin' Tobacco Show. My name is Matt Tobacco from SmokinTobacco.com, and I am joined once again by my good, my, from my good friend, uh, Mr. Mitchell Santaga of the SmokinTobacco.com as well. Mitchell, how are you? I'm great, and of course, I'm broadcasting live from the uh, Gurkha Cigar Studios in beautiful British Columbia. And uh, folks, don't forget to always head over to your local retailer or favorite online retailer to check out Gurkha's brand new Gurkha Ghost Connecticut. And I am broadcasting once again from the J.C. Newman Cigar Studios in Boston, Massachusetts. J.C. Newman has just announced that their new Angel Questa cigars available in three sizes, and they're rolled in the American Room at the famous El Relo factory in Tampa, Florida. Uh, will now begin shipping to retailers. Get these cigars while you can. They're expected to be probably in, in small quantities. I think there's only two rollers who make them. Uh, so they're going to be available in small quantities. Regular production, from what I understand, but just released in small amounts. So get your hands on those when you can. Um, a highly anticipated cigar this year. Um, so we are, and speaking of J.C. Newman, J.C. Newman and Arturo Fuente uh, are two companies, two families, who make up the Cigar Family Charitable Foundation. So we are still currently sitting around uh, $14,000 raised for our fundraiser. A little bit behind where I thought we would be, but there's still plenty of time. Um, the final prizes have been uh, gotten, sorted, uh, and they just need to be uploaded and added. But I'll be honest with you, I've had a crazy work week this week, and I just have, have had no time. Um uh, so trying to get caught up on that, but they should be up this week. But there's going to be around 10 or so uh, sets of Arturo Fuente uh, assorted cigar samplers of like Opus Lanceros and uh, there's all sorts of different stuff. I think there's blues in there, uh, crazy stuff like that. And so it's a sampler of that. There's also the Dan Marino Angel Share A uh, that we're going to be doing with some stuff. Uh, and then all of that stuff, all the cigars are going to be paired up with an accessory. So everyone's going to get, I can't remember how we're doing it, but I know, I think if we do, did we do the A separately? I can't remember, but um, there's going to be accessories that we're going to put together uh, with a pack of cigars. And so there's like a 20th anniversary ashtray. There is a Carlito statue. There's uh, the, with the big red ashtrays. There's five or so, maybe more, of the carbon fiber cigar holders with all the different logos on them. Uh, there's hats. There's a uh, espresso set, the really cool uh, espresso cups, the nice ornate ones. Uh, so, like, one of those items that's just going to be at random, too. It's not going to be, you know, uh, will be put with some of the s those cigars and the assorted samplers, uh, and each of those will be a prize. So... Those are going to be uploaded. Our friends at Boveda, they have donated something. They've donated a whole pack of, I think, a year's supply of Boveda packs. Um, Boveda. A couple of, and a couple of other things. Uh, so I have to upload those. And then I think that's it in terms of prizes, unless there's anything else that kind of comes in at the end. But um, that's where we're at. So don't forget to get your raffle tickets. I will, as soon as I have a second, I will put the link in the comments. For the live viewers, as always, for those who are watching later or listening later, the link should be in the description on the episode. Uh, if you didn't know that already, just so you know, check that. You can find the link. It'll bring you right to the page. You can either buy raffle tickets or you can just make a general donation. You don't have to participate in the raffle if you still want to donate. So uh, appreciate everyone out there who has contributed to that. And... Uh, to all the manufacturers and to everyone who's donated and to everyone on the Smoke and Tobacco team, I thank you. Um, but Mitchell, other than that, how has your week been? Oh yeah, it's been a good week. You know, uh, I've been able to get back. What was it last, last week? I think I mentioned I hadn't really been smoking much and That's right. yeah, just been, been smoking lots actually, uh, getting back smoking on it. I storm. picked up some, um, a brand I've never tried. I hope to, to get to this card soon. Some HVC picked up, uh, what else I picked up, uh, Wait, you've Paladin. Never smoked, you've never smoked, uh, HVC? No, we don't get it up here in Canada. So, you know, Ooh. a lot a lot of those brands are just like, you know, things that, uh, especially the smaller boutique brands that, you know, maybe not every single, you know, large retail 
place carries, uh, it's sometimes hard to find. So, right. um, yeah, really stoked to try some of that. I saw you uh, yeah, had the Paladin. Yeah, Paladin. So I got a few kind of kind of sticks that uh, you know I really enjoy and that I'm really hoping to try. Outside of that, uh, the weather's starting to turn a bit. You know, it's getting a little nicer here. And uh, we're, uh, we're, yeah, we're almost touching eighty tonight. So yeah. Yeah, you you know some people really enjoy smoking indoors. I I always love having a cigar outside. It's like you know, although it's a luxury to be indoors. Just being outside in the sun with some friends, you know, even at night with like a fire around, that's that's what I love. It's just, that's just the best to me. That's living right there. I'm with you. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. You know, have some barbecue. You know, some some maybe some chicken breast, maybe some ribs, maybe some some. Uh, Damn, Mitchell! Look at you trying pasta, to sell this you know? moment right now. It's, it's a good time. Or maybe some grilled veggies, you know, some grilled veggies. You're starting to lose me. You're starting to lose me. You're starting to lose me. I'm, I'm losing the buzz on that on that uh, beautiful picture you painted. <laughs> lost me at grilled vegetables. <laughs> Sorry. You're starting to lose me. <laughs> uh, it's exciting. Uh, you know, we, uh, we have a guest this week. Uh, first time on the show. Very excited to have him. Um, he is from a small company called Black Starline Cigars, and his name is Eric Bay. Let's welcome him to the show. Eric, how are you? I'm good. How y'all doing? Fantastic. Fantastic. Wonderful. Very excited to have you on the show with us tonight. Um, excited to be here, brother. I met up with you at TPE. <clears throat> we had finally met. You had reached out to me, and um, I came by. We uh, we had a show interview. We chatted. We, we hung out for a sec, mm -hmm. and... Um, yeah, we talked about having you on the show, and, and here we are. And I feel like that was back in February, and we're already in the middle yep. of April, and so we're almost – that was almost two months ago. It honestly feels like right. it was two weeks ago. I swear to God. Uh, it's yeah. amazing how the fast time The older we flies. get, the, time, the faster the time flies, bro. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but, no, we're very excited to have you on the show tonight. I know this is your first time. Thank you. Uh, so welcome to the Smoke and Tobacco Show. Before we get too Thank excited, you. before we get too deep, we're going to hear all about Black Star Line who Eric Bay is, and everything that you're all about. But before we do, it is time for What Are We Smoking? Our Cigars of the Night brought to you by the number two guyscigars.com. That is the number two guyscigars.com for one of the best, biggest, and most amazing selections of cigars and accessories. Visit the number two guyscigars.com. They have all of the brands that you know and love, and maybe some that you don't know, and give them a try. Two Guys Cigars. Dot com. Um, so, Eric, as the guest, what are you smoking tonight? I am smoking the Dark Woolwich. It's the Corojo 99 version of the original Connecticut Shade Woolwich. And uh, I'm smoking in the Robusto size. It comes to two sides of the Corona box press and then the, uh, the Robusto. So I got the Robusto. Very nice. nice. I am actually smoking the Connecticut Woolwich in the box press size. Uh, and this is fantastic. I lit this up right away. We, you, were in, we were still in the green room, and I was like, damn, it just hit me. I'm like, this is a great cigar. Really enjoying this. So much flavor right out of the gate. Uh, really well balanced. A little bit of spice, a little bit of pepper. Very well rounded, uh, but also not too dark, not too overpowering. Very enjoyable. Right. And so far, this cigar has just been burning great, too. The construction on this is amazing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that yeah, looks Agonorsa good. Agonorsa did a great job with them. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. I have a great relationship and, uh, with Agonor Leaf. Unfortunately, I couldn't get uh, any of uh, Eric's stuff over the border, but again, knowing he makes a lot of his stuff with Agonorsa, I picked up another one of Agonorsa's uh, Leafs that they do for a brand called Warped, and this is the La Hacienda. Mm. Great cigar. And as always, we are cutting and lighting our cigars with Cigar Blondie accessories. That's right. I have the double guillotine cutter right here. Sharp, flawless, perfect cut every single time, as well as the sleek, flat, or fan blade uh, lighter. Very sleek, very sexy. Available in three finishes, chrome, white, and black, only at CigarBlondie.com. Um, so, Eric, back to you. You are now the focal mm -hmm. point of this show tonight. Um Tell us a little bit about your brand. How long have you guys been around? Um, we're in just kind of, you know, what 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 brought it to be? What what, what, what junction did you say? Hey, you know what? I'm gonna get my own. Uh, I'm gonna get my own brand going here. Right. So uh, I'm a retired Chicago firefighter, oh, and nice. uh, we've been in business. This is our fourth year in business. 
uh, I started smoking uh, full-time cigars at the firehouse. So that's when I grew my love of the leaf. Um, so I started smoking cigars and enjoying them so much. I decided like, Hey, you know, uh, maybe I'll try to make a run at it and, uh, and see how I do in the cigar industry. So I contacted a childhood friend of mine, asked him, did he want to help me start a line? And he said, hell yeah, let's go. So we started networking at Jonathan Drew, uh, at Drew Estate Events with Jonathan Drew. Got to get, became really good friends with him. And, um, he's the one that coached us to talk to El Titan Bronze down in Miami. So uh, I chased Sandy for a long time. Sandy's the owner of the factory. Uh, that's Willie Herrera's mother-in-law. Okay. So uh, I chased her for a long time, and she wasn't in the factory because her mother was sick at the time, so she wasn't spending time with her. She was spending time at home with her mother. So we kept calling, calling, calling over a long time, and then uh, I decided out of the blue, like, hey, I'm just going gonna, gonna to send her some flowers just to wish the family well and to keep me on their mind. So I sent her the flowers, still didn't hear anything. Uh, it was like a couple of months after that, I just decided just to call. Like, it was like the voices in my head were like, hey, call right now. So I called and Giselle, uh, Willie's uh, wife, answered the phone. And uh, I asked for Sandy. And she was like, oh, yeah, Sandy's right here. She handed the phone over to Sandy. We told her who we were. And she said, you were the nice guys that sent me those flowers a couple of months back from Chicago, right? And we said, yeah. And she said, since you all know how to treat a woman, I'm going to do these blends for you all. And uh, El Titan de Bronze gave birth to uh, Black Star Line. Wow. Um, yeah, so it was it was it's, it's purely a story of persistence because uh, we were having a hard time getting a, a, a reputable factory to, to roll for us. And I'm not the type of guy to like, you know, get my tax return and go buy a bunch of bundles and slap a band on it and start start selling cigars saying I got a cigar uh, company. I don't do that. Right. Um, so we we blended two cigars through El Titan uh, De Bronze. And um, then I ran into Sean Williams uh, and me and him became very good friends. And um, he's actually in here in Chicago now. So when I get off the interview, I'm going to go out and hang out with him. But um, so Sean asked me, I went to one of his events here and uh, he asked me, what do you want to do with Black Star Line? And I said, you know, I love El Titan de Bronze. I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for them. But due to the fact that I'm buying tobacco in America, that makes the price higher, you know. So he said, hey, what do you, what do you want to do? You want to work with Placencia? You want to work with Agonorosa? You name a bunch of factories. So I'm a fan of Kyle and Warp. And Kyle works with El Titan and he works with uh, Agonorsa. So I said, hey, I'd like to work with Agonorsa. So Sean Williams said, hey, give me a day. Uh, I'll get back to you. So he hit me up the next day and said, hey, I talked to Terrence Riley, the VP of sales at Agonorsa for you. He's ready to rock with you. Give him a call. So I gave him a call. And uh, he's, he's like, hey, man, you know, what, what blends are you looking for? So I gave him two blends. One of them is Warwich. The other one's a blend I probably would never use. I didn't really care for it. So the way Warwich is now is the way it was in sample mode. Like I didn't have to change a thing to it. Like it just blew my mind for it to be a Connecticut cigar. It was just a fantastic cigar from Jump Street. What I didn't know was when it hit the market that it was going to catch everybody off guard like it did. And it became the flagship cigar for Black Star Line. It's the, it's the one that got me in all the publications, Cigars and Leisure, Tobacco Business Magazine, Cigar Press. Um, so it, it for... I think people were expecting to be like a boring, mild uh, Connecticut, and it's not. It's got a lot of characteristic, a lot of flavor, and it's got some strength to it. So it it, it's, it's, it became, it, it turned a lot of people that didn't like Connecticut uh, cigars. They actually started trying different Connecticut cigars based off of what their experience with Warwich. So yeah, Warwich is, 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 is my baby. I, I, lo I love that cigar to death. It really propelled us. Yeah, no, this is a fantastic cigar, and I, and I can see exactly... You know, just by smoking the cigar, I can, everything that you just said about it, I can see exactly that. I mean, it's got more than your average Connecticut. Um, I think the sizes also do it. We talk about sizes a lot. And, you know, yeah. sometimes people come out and they just, they just pick random sizes or they pick the sizes that they like or whatever. But sometimes, and a lot of manufacturers are specifically, I mean, I don't blend cigars. I don't grow tobacco. But the mm -hmm. people, the experience I do have is interviewing and talking with the people who do. And, you know, it's funny, you hear people say, you know, just Steve Saka, Jose Blanco, people like that, always, you know, hey, like, you could have great tobacco, could blend it just right, and it could be, you know, a fantastic cigar that flies off the shelves in every retail mm -hmm. shop in this size and this size. And then you make it in a Toro and maybe a Churchill or you do, you know, a Torpedo or you do whatever. And all of a sudden, mm -hmm. you know, it, it's it's nothing. And, it, and so size does matter. I mean, the, the size of the cigar okay. and how much tobacco is in it affects the way it is blended. Um, and it's, so it, not only do you have a great blend, but I think you get the sizes just right. They perform amazing. 
um, mm-hmm. and this Corona size. I mean, and it, and it has that little box press on it too. It's not a it says it's not a hard box press. It's a soft box press. Nice yeah. soft box press. I think that's amazing. And like I said before, the construction's been great on it. The draw, plenty of smoke production, and the and the and the flavor has just been perfect and complex all the way through. No dull moments. No overpowering moments. Just. All the way through, mm-hmm. I, I'm telling you, I, I'm I gotta I gotta I gotta buy a box of these. I mean, this, <laughs> I love this cigar. This is great. Um, Appreciate it, brother. Absolutely. So you mentioned working with Aganor Salif. Um, mm-hmm. Are you wor- so are you so are you working on anything right now um, that we could maybe see expand on the Warwitch line in in the future? Uh, I know that you know, being such a, a flagship brand for you. I'd be curious to see, you know, kind of maybe what you would do with maybe some other wrapper leaves or something like that. Yeah. Well, the, I mean, the follow-up version to the original War Wars is the Dark War Wars. And like I said, the, the difference between the two is it's a Corojo 99 wrapper as opposed to the Connecticut Shade. Right. It's the same blend. It's just a little more hetero in the Dark War Wars. Yeah. So it's a little stronger than uh, the original version is. And the Crowhorn 99 wrapper changes the, the profile of the uh, the cigar totally. Like there's more floral notes in, in the Dark Warwitch than there is in the uh, in the original version of the Warwitch. Absolutely. Um, I haven't gotten as far as if I'm going to work with another like another wrapper, maybe Habana or anything for the Warwitch line. Yeah. Because uh, I've been developing other blends uh, outside of that. Because like I said, the, the Dark Warwitch just came out in 2022, so I'm gonna let everybody get a hold of the, the Dark Warwitch and the original Warwitch, and I've been developing other stuff. Because uh, I started working with Tabacalilla La Isla, too. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so that, this, I have a blend uh, coming out through uh, them. Well, I, I actually already released it for the Underground Fest in uh, Fort Worth uh, this past March. Oh, okay. Um, it was in a Robusto size. It was Connecticut Broadleaf, uh, Dominican Binder, Nicaraguan Dominican Filler, uh, medium full stick. It was a Robusto size 5 by 50 and it was like an extreme hit at uh, Sounds the like Underground right up my Fest. alley. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I'm bringing it back for PCA, but this time it's going to be in a Corona size because I love Corona. So it'll be a six by forty six. So it's going to be delicious in that size as well. So that'll be a PCA size. I mean PCA time. Um, I have another blend through Agonorsa coming out uh, roughly around June. I did it for a liquor uh, a liquor store chain called Benny's. So Benny's is just like Total Wine or Specs. Okay. Um, so the difference is between all three organizations is Benny's actually has a dedicated humidor manager in all 47 locations and I'm carried in all 47 of them. Oh, nice. So, um, wow. yeah, they dropped their, their top 10 for 2022 and I got number three and number 10. Wow. So we've been doing extremely well with Benny's, um, so well to the point they asked for me to do a special cigar for all the locations of Benny's. So that's the, the release that's coming out for them. Um, it is called uh, John Baptiste, and I'm naming it. I'm paying homage to John Baptiste Point du Sable. He is the founder of Chicago. He's a Haitian man that founded Chicago. So I wanted to pay homage to to Chicago because the way well Benny's and me were Chicago organizations. So it's only right that I pay homage to the to the man that that uh, gave birth to Chicago. So it's called John Baptiste. So it's, nice. uh, we're going to have a launch event actually at Benny's uh, whenever the cigars make it to the states. Then we'll plan out the date and when we're going to have the launch party at Benny's. It's going to be it's going to be a big affair here in Chicago for anybody that's in the area. You, you really want to be there. Oh, really? Um, nice. Good to know. Yeah, and the release from Tabula Clara La Isla, I didn't give it a name for uh, Underground, but the name for when it comes out uh, in July is called Mister Fahrenheit. So it, that has uh, a couple of meanings. I'm I'm a Queen fan, so Freddie Mercury and uh, Don't Stop Me Now sings about uh, yep. Mister Fahrenheit in the song. Yep. And then also because I'm a firefighter, I'm paying homage to firefighters. So the, the band actually has a firefighter's helmet on the uh and with the mask and the Oscar mask and everything on, on the band. And Cigar Dojo did all my bands, uh, for uh Mr. Fahrenheit and uh, for all their for uh for John Baptiste, uh, Cigar Dojo does my bands, uh, and they do a great job for it. Yeah, they design some nice stuff for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. The third release is I'm, I'm I'm giving you all something brand new that I haven't really said to anybody yet that'll be coming around coming out around PCA time or shortly after is okay. I am doing a blend with Oveja Negra. So oh wow! Me and James Brown has something going Brown. on, and uh, yeah, it's called Rosewood 1923. So we're okay. uh, paying homage to uh, the Rosewood massacre and all the victims of of that uh, of that time. And it just so happened that the 100 year anniversary just passed this uh, 
this January. So that's why it's called Rosewood 1923, because that's the year it actually happened. So um, that's a great blend, um, a great collaboration between uh, Black Star Line and Oveja Negra. And it's, it's coming out. Uh, so you, this is my first time ever really talking about it. I haven't even released the press release, release for it yet. So you, you got some, uh, some brand new information from me today. Wow, thank you. Wow. And it also mm -hmm. sounds you get your hands full. You got you got a couple of things going on there. You're going to have a busy year. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We busy, bro. We busy, man. Yeah, it's going to be a strong PCA. Uh, hey, busy's uh, good, though. Busy's really good. Sorry, Mitchell. What oh, were you yeah. going to say? <laughs> uh, I, just, I just had a question, um, kind of moving back to the the war witch in terms of like naming convention how did how did you come up with the name war witch because you kind of mentioned you, each one of your names always have this kind of story behind them right this homage oh, yeah. this you know back to your yep. to your kind of history what what does war witch it's it's kind of just it kind of rolls off the tongue but like yeah <laughs> war witch is a movie so it's about a young lady that has uh spiritual powers to see her ancestors so the local army it was filmed in the congo in africa so uh, the local army took her with them. So anytime they would get attacked, her ancestors would actually show up and, and uh, warn them that they were getting ready to get attacked. So they would strategize either fight or run. So I thought it was a dope movie. So I, I, I took the name and, and, I, and I ran with it. So, but yeah, so awesome. like, like Lalibela is another one of my cigars. Those, those are the stone churches that were built into the ground in Ethiopia. So um, there's supposed to be 12 of them. They found 11. And the 12th one is supposed to be where the Ark of the Covenant is. And uh, if you're old enough to know, Indiana Jones found that a long time ago. So it's in a warehouse somewhere in, in the movie world. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, Lolly Bella, it's, it's, it's stone churches are built into the ground. I thought it was a good way to pay homage to that area because a lot of people don't even know those churches are there. So a lot of times when people are smoking that particular cigar, they'll look up Lolly Bella and read about it as they're smoking and they'll learn something. Um, yeah. Another another fact about uh, that particular cigar is that wasn't the original name for the cigar. Um, I did that cigar for Tim Hardaway from uh, Golden State Warriors. Uh, me and him didn't know how to uh, do the deal. So we tabled it when I got enough money to bring it out because I don't sit on good blends. I, I got enough money to bring it out and I, I changed the name, changed it to Lalibella, brought it out and everybody loves it. It's a great full body cigar. San Andreas rapper, Nicaraguan binder and filler from Agonorsa Leaf. Nice. Yeah, it very, sounds very like nice. um, your whole portfolio, you're really just kind of starting to, to develop and going into each different wrapper and kind of having its own brand and its own uh, its own voice, right? You're, you're kind of developing things all across the board and the, the whole thing for Black Star Line is really filling out. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah El Milagro were my first two releases. Uh, El Milagro means the miracle because I felt it was a miracle I got into the cigar industry. So um, I moved all production from El Titan to Agonorsa because uh, I needed a larger factory to be able to roll for me for to to match the growth that I that I'm uh, experiencing. Um, so yeah, El Milagro, those are my babies. Those are the original ones that I had. And, uh, you know, they they do fantastic as well. You know, it's not easy to get into the business, especially you know for a brand or a manufacturer. Um, mm -hmm. And you guys have only been around for about four years now. You said right. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, to have, to have that kind of growth in four years, um, I don't think a lot of people realize just how big of a deal that is for a brand um, to yeah. be able to. I mean, there's brands that will go five, six, seven years, um, you know, with one or two blends. Um, just, I mean, working hard, but, you know, they just don't catch on. Or you know, you got yeah. a couple different irons in the fire here and, you know, sounds like you got some, some deals with some other groups and stuff like that. and. You know that's yep. that's 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 worth you know uh, applauding. I mean that's that's a big deal. It, it's not easy to do. And and you know Steve Saka um, did a show on the Scar Authority with with Dave and Barry and Jonathan and um, okay. I think it was a was it was it this year or last year he did it and they did a whole I think thing it was two years ago. I don't think it was that far ago. I thought it was. It was, I it was, it was last recent. Year. And they did a show and and Steve talked about like hey so like you know starting a cigar brand like this is what you can expect you know to spend and like this is what things cost and this is what you're probably mm -hmm. gonna make if things go good um and right. i i think it opened a lot of people's eyes and uh but you know we especially talk to you know people who have only been around for a handful of years and you hear their stories and you see what they've accomplished and stuff like that it's it's very admirable um, to see something yeah. like that. So I just I just want to say congratulations on all your success because oh, it seems you. like you've done such an amazing job 
in what Thank is you. kind of relatively short for you know owning a brand a short amount mm -hmm. of time it's it, it is truly amazing yes yeah, it's, it's a very short period of time um and it's all based off of hard work and i just keep grinding i do a lot of events i'm in two cities a month i do three events in each city i'm in uh last year i did roughly about 80 events you know so i'm on the road a lot i'm out yeah. meeting people i'm out talking about cigars I'm, I'm in the retailers' faces. I do everything I need to do to make myself stand out from the other thousands of cigars that are out there. Because, you know, it, it, if people have an infinite amount of choices, you have to make yourself stand out from other people. And I do it through the factories that I use. I do it through my personality. I do it through the, the different type of posts I come up with for social media. You know, because um, quite honestly, that's, that's what caught James Brown's eye um, was he looked at my page and um, he sent me a message and he said, hey, man, I'm, I'm really impressed by the way you branded your page out on social media. And then, you know, uh, and this was uh, two years ago. So this is how long this this project has been in the making and it's just now happening. So right. he, he told me he was like, hey, you're doing a fantastic job. And he's like, you're a new company and you're doing a fantastic job branding stuff out. I would like to work with you as soon as because uh, at the time he was upgrading his factory. So that's why it took us so long to get to where we are now. But right. we're here now, so we're going to rock it out. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, you know, working with some good factories. I mean, James Brown, I mean, the stuff coming out of his factory has, you know, been getting some attention um, lately. And I've been really impressed with a lot of the things that I've had out of that factory. Agnor Salif, you know, everybody mm -hmm. knows. Uh, and Agnor Salif's a big deal. They make a lot of great stuff for themselves and for other people. Um, mm hmm so I mean, you work with some great factories. You got some good blends. I mean, right now things are things are good. Um, you just like you said, you just you gotta keep rolling with it. And it's a lot of it's a lot of days on the road. It's a lot of events. It's a lot of shops. It's a lot of you know meeting with people. And it's uh it's exhausting. Do you find do you find you know promoting a brand and building a brand in the cigar business um, more work or more tiring than being a firefighter? Honestly, yeah, because uh, as a firefighter, you, you, I'm sure all of us are driven by, by uh, fire stations all the time. And a lot of times the firefighters aren't doing anything. Uh, you know, they're just hanging out waiting for a call. And if you're working at a slow firehouse, you're not going to do anything at all. Now, yeah. I, I was a very active firefighter. So that's uh, that's why I'm retired, because I got hurt on the job. Because I've been to a, a ton of fires and everybody oh, saved wow. lives. I've won, war won awards for saving people's lives. So I was an active firefighter. I didn't like go take a, a assignment at the airport, which they don't do anything there. You yeah. know, I wanted to actually, you know, all the stuff I learned in the academy, I wanted to apply it to something. And the only way you're going to apply it is if you actually go to fires. And, you know, that's what I did before I got hurt. Uh, I tore my labrum and my hip really bad. And I, it Ooh. was torn so bad, I had to go through four doctors to find one that was confident enough to fix it. So wow. after that was, uh, after the surgery, I, I, I couldn't get back on the job in time. So they put me on duty disability. So I get 75% of my pension and I'm, I just, I just sell cigars now and I, and I talk a lot of trash. I just run my mouth, you know, <laughs> so, but as a cigar owner, bro, like literally the moment I wake up, I start working. Like whether it's, I'm working on a post I make, cause I, a lot of the posts I make myself, whether they're videos and stuff. I have a videographer too, that makes stuff for me. A right. lot of the stuff I make, I make myself or I reshare some stuff people have posted, you know, on their pages. Um, and that's what keeps all the content going on, on the, uh, on the uh, web, I'm not on the website, but on, on social media. But a lot of people don't realize when, it doesn't matter what industry you're in, when you're a business owner, you're working damn near 24 seven. Like you just never stop working. You know, Absolutely. Um, but yeah, so I think, I think I work, I think I work harder now than I, I do when I was a firefighter. Yeah. I mean, it's, um, and, I, and not that it takes anything away from being a firefighter, but, but you're right. When you run a business, it's, you're kind of on all the time. You know, it's, there's, there's no, there's no, there's no off the clock. There's no downtime. It's, I mean, of course you have moments right. when you're not actively doing it, but right. you know, especially in today's day and age with technology, I mean, when you have your phone on you. I mean, you're getting emails, mm -hmm. you're getting text messages, you're getting phone calls, you know, you're seeing stuff on social media. I mean, you're you're yep. always working all the time. Uh even when you, even when you even when you're trying not to, right? It's just it right. just it's like, no, I need your attention. I need you to do this or someone needs this. Right. And, uh it is. Yeah. It's a lot. Um right. it's uh it's it's draining. <laughs> it is. Yeah, I, I could be sitting <laughs> in the movie theater watching a the movie and replying to emails and you know 
whether it's about bands or something that's going on in Nicaragua or a customer order, because I sell on, on my website, I sell directly to consumers as well. So it just, it, it never stops. You know, I'm dealing with somebody in some form or fashion literally all day. So Chris Coulter has a, uh, a Warwich pairing. He says, Warwich mm-hmm. paired with Irish coffee is an amazing pairing. Use Five Farms Irish cream and skip the Baileys. You'll thank me later. Yeah. Yeah, Chris is a Sounds great dude. He's been a long-time <laughs> supporter of Warwich, and that, that is his favorite pairing for uh, Warwich. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. That that does sound good. I'm going to have to write that one down and try that because uh, that that does sound really good. Um Let's take a break. Let's do the news really quickly, and then we'll we'll circle back. Um, our cool. news is once again brought to you by McAuliffe Cigars. If you head over to McAuliffeCigars.com today, you can sign up to become an official McAuliffe ambassador. And while you're at it, head over to Facebook and join the McAuliffe Ambassadors group and hang out and smoke with all of your fellow McAuliffe ambassadors. Um, news from STG today. Once again, STG has uh, another year where they're just on a roll with announcements. Uh, they've announced a few products already. They announced the return to the PCA trade show. They announced that they're buying Alec Bradley. And now they have announced that Cohiba Riviera to debut in May as full-time collection. Cohiba will welcome its first full-time new collection since 2020 with Cohiba Riviera, a six-region blend that features the very best of Central American tobacco and is named after the lush San Andreas Tuxla Valley that bore the cigar's wrapper. Cohiba Riviera marks the first time a Mexican San Andreas wrapper has been used in a Cohiba blend and is the first box-pressed offering from the brand. Cohiba brand ambassador Sean Williams said, Cohiba Riviera is a bold yet balanced blend of the most exceptional tobaccos from Nicaragua with exclusively grown tobaccos from Honduras. Medium to full-bodied and adorned with a delectable wrapper from Mexico, Riviera is an elegant selection offering notes of dark chocolate and coffee bean with a hint of leather and subtle cream to the finish. Um, very excited for this one, actually, when it comes to the Cohiba brand. This is, uh, I think this is this is going to be something different in the collection. Mitchell, I'm not sure if you've had, being in Canada, when you hear Cohiba, I, by default, I'm sure you think Habanos. Um, yeah. Do you, do you guys have the, the non-Cuban Cohibas up, up in your neck of the woods? Uh, no, it's actually illegal for any of the non-Cuban owned, uh, like Cuban names, to be distributed outside of the United oh, States. That's I'm right. pretty sure because they right. they own actually the rights all throughout the world outside of the United States. So we have that. no yeah. way of getting that here um, outside of you know purchasing in the United States and, and bringing it over. So I've actually never smoked a uh, a non-Cuban Cohiba. I don't really? think. Uh, yeah. So, which uh, I know a lot of the times they're doing their stuff at El, El Titan de Bronze as well. Is that one also? Does it? Did it say in the press release what the factory they're using for that one? Good question. Uh, I, I know, I know, like a lot of their higher end stuff is, but it because does not say. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a hundred percent sure what other factories they use for other like uh, mainstay uh, Cohiba lines, but uh, yeah, it'd be interesting to see what they're. They're doing that. You know, it's huge brand, right? Huge brand. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's uh, it, it, certainly here. And you're right. I forgot all about the whole. And that's the thing about you being in Canada. I always just, <laughs> I always, for some reason in my mind, you live here in the U.S. And so I, I forget about the border just, and the and the laws and the shit like that. I always I do. I just have a different perspective on life. You know, that's why I'm here. And that's why you're here because you wrote me back in because my mind's doing a hundred things at once. Um, but yeah, so that, that is, uh, that is going to be a new offering this year that we look forward to seeing and uh, hopefully we'll yeah, excited to try soon. It. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we could look for that on the review list for this year for cigar of the year. Uh, let's bring Eric back to the show. I don't want to leave him in the background for too long because he is the guest of the night. There he is. Um, just checking the comments really quickly. No, okay. Um, so, Eric, I haven't noticed. Is that the Jamaican flag in the background? Yeah, it is. Are you Jamaican? So my, uh, I'm not. Oh, uh, okay. My buddy Sheldon, uh, I've known him for at least 25 years. He's Jamaican. Ah, uh, okay. And he spends so much time over here because this is my man cave here. So my wife doesn't even come out. Yeah. Uh, it's my detached garage. So um, It's a boys club he only? He spends so much time. 
<laughs> no, I mean, this is what he and women can smoke. They, they want to smoke and drink. They can smoke, that's fine. Yeah. But uh, he spent so much time over here, he wanted to put his stamp on, on, the, on the man cave, so he left a Jamaican flag there, so I hung it up. So to uh, so pay homage to him because it's like his his other home. So mm-hmm. okay, there you go, there you go. It's definitely so that's so it's got a homely feel to it. You know, you got honor your friends, and that's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. That's what it's all about. Um, one of the well, things I'm on the road so much, and I'm in cigar lounges so much when I'm out of town. When I come home, I don't, I really don't want to see another cigar lounge until I go back out of town. Yeah. So when people want to see me, they they come and see me here. So. Yeah. That's uh, I I I actually I'm remembering now I think it was I can't remember if I was on with him or if I was just watching the show mm. but, but Garrett Robinson I think was on a show or oh, did yeah. a show and he did it I, from here and he did it from there and cuz I'm like remembering the mm. Jamaican flag and I'm like I feel like I remember and I think <laughs> it was you and I think it was there and I'm like I feel like I remember that he went live from there I can't remember what it yep. was for, but I remember that. <laughs> That's awesome. Yep, 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 yep. He was sitting right where, right where we are right now. Um, you know, I wanted to ask Chuck, you. What's so, up? So we we've been um we've been talking a lot the last couple of weeks on both of the shows. We've been talking about PCA. You know, PCA mm-hmm. obviously, as I'm sure you are very well aware now, um, will be moving their trade show from July to March for next year. Um, yeah. And, you know, as we've been getting some people on the show, I've been starting to think more about, you know, kind of, you know, what do people have to say? A smaller brand like yourself, I'd be curious. So we've been getting reports that some people might be not exhibiting this July or maybe retailers not attending this July, maybe just trying to wait a little bit longer and attending in March. What has been, from your perspective, kind of the feel of the upcoming trade show this year that was already scheduled with mm-hmm. now the news of a earlier <coughs> trade show next year that's going to be less than a full year later um as yeah. a as a brand who's exhibiting kind of what are your thoughts with that um well first of all i hate vegas so <laughs> i only go because of the trade shows but like they, they, <clears throat> if, if it wasn't for the for the trade shows i uh i probably i wouldn't even i wouldn't go to i've been to vegas enough for the rest of my life i, I don't need to go um <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I think they moved the. Uh, I think they moved the show too close to TPE, uh, and I think that was done purposely because I think they want to screw TPE basically. Okay. Um, I think it's a little bit it over. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's it's like overloading the first quarter of the year because you got Puro Sabor and Nicaragua, you got Pro Cigar, you got TPE, you got PCA now, and then whatever else is going on. So now you're dividing up where people gonna have to decide on where they're gonna go. You know, um, exactly. So in my opinion, they should have had it maybe uh, late April or maybe like May or something like that. That would have been better. But I mean, it is what it is. I'm I'm, I'm deciding uh, if I'm going to do TPE for 2024 or not, because it's so close to PCA. I might as well just go to PCA and just do it there. And it also for manufacturers, it messes up our production schedules for it. Because if you're trying to release something new, for each one of these trade shows, and now you change the date, now you've messed up the production schedule. So, like you said, you don't have a year; you have less than a year to come out with something that you want to produce new for for that trade show. So, um, I, I, I think next year I'm probably just going to do PCA, PCA, and Inter Tobacco because uh, I did Inter Tobacco for the first time last year. Oh, you did? Um, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was our first time going across the pond and doing that one. So uh, I probably would just maybe just do those two for next year. And then the years after that, just kind of gauge it and see, like, you know, how people are doing with with the two trade shows being so close together. Yeah, I was going to say, because when you think about it, I mean, this time next year, two trade shows will have already passed. And that's crazy to think about. Um, And, you know, we think about, you know, exhibitors who go and it's like, you're going to go in Mm -hmm. July. And then, you know, that was actually what you, you answered it before I even asked. I was like, what about TPE? Because it's like you have July and then January you got a TPE. And then, like, what is it, seven, maybe eight weeks later, you got PCA. Yeah. That's three trade yeah. shows in less than yeah. 12 months. That's yeah. a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. And that's for a manufacturer because, you know, we're, we're preparing the booths. We're transporting product in. Now, what helps me with the product is uh, and uh, I'm distributed by Illusione. So okay. I don't really have to worry about it because they, they just bring the product with them from Reno. So I don't bother with that. 
but you know we got to make sure the booth is all set up and all the other stuff and and a lot of people don't know that's really taxing because a lot of people when by the time they come in the show everything's already set up we're there when all the everything's just in a disarray and you know everything's you know they haven't even put the carpet down and all that type of stuff so um it's it's it's, it's taxing for uh, inexpensive because you if you're spending a lot of money at TPE, then you're going to need to spend a lot of money at PCA too. And they're really close together. You know what I'm saying? For, uh, you know, it's, it's to the point like you're not really recouping your money fast enough before the other trade show comes. So do you find, so I, so you had mentioned that, you know, you, you might just skip TPE and go right to the next PCA. Do you find PCA mm-hmm. to be uh, a better, a better show for you in terms of exposure sales kind of all around you think it, it it's more mm-hmm. worth the money in the wild than tp when you have to you know put those two together like that yeah i think it's because uh pca is 100 percent cigars yeah. um whereas tpe could be some of everything cbd and all kinds of other stuff that i don't bother with so you get uh, a lot of other uh, people walking around wanting to score uh samples and they they'll never open an account with you they just want to get something to smoke whereas pca you know you're more likely to uh give samples to people that will actually either place an order with you then or place an order with you shortly after the uh the event is over so uh i think pca is better uh for for cigars um now drew estates won't be a pca at least i don't think so uh unless they decide to come back like stg did but, you know, I'll miss out on, like, uh, Eli DJing and, you know, the good music that's being played and all that stuff. But, you know, I didn't, I didn't, I don't go to the trade shows for music. I go to the trade shows to push the brand. So, Right. Yeah, you were right there, if I remember correctly. You were right across the aisle from Drew Estate. Yeah, yeah, right next to him, yep. Yeah, you were there with uh, Amendola. Who else was over there? It was a, it was a small group of you guys. Yeah. You were right, the, right there. It was the whole Illusione area. Yeah. yeah. Everybody was tripping on Illusione was right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apostate, Illusione, uh uh, Amendola, uh, uh, Cavalier. Yeah. That's, that was the Luzione area. So. Yeah. Yeah. That was you a... mentioned, uh, Luzione, um, for mm. us distribution. Do they also do international distribution for you guys? Cause you mentioned going to inter Tobacco, or is that like, just depending on what countries you have to go to for that? No, no. So over at inter Tobacco is like each country has their own distributors. Yeah. So that's a whole different beast. It's a whole different trade show. Whereas, what other like, and, what other countries right, are you in? None, just just here right now. Okay. So we haven't we actually we haven't gotten any orders from Inter Tobacco. We were told over there that they move extremely slow. Um, everybody that, that sampled the cigars, they loved them, but I have to play the game with them and, and wait and see who's going to pick us up. Uh, I was told by uh, David Blanco that he 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 had to go to the show at least four times just to get an order so he just to wow. show you how slow they move so you know i think this time we're not going to get a booth we're going to go and um walk around and pass out samples and still network with the same people because a lot from what i understand they want to keep seeing your face to let you know that you're actually a reputable brand and that you're going to be around you know they don't want to pick up your product and then next thing you know you're out of business so they want to keep seeing you, keep seeing your face, keep trying the product and, you know, that type of thing. So to keep the cost down, I think we'll, uh, we're not going to do the booth. We'll go to the event and then um, just network and uh, hang out. Aganorsa is actually going to do the same thing. They're not going to have a booth. Uh, Terrence told me that they're going over and they're just going to, you know, walk around and you just network with people. So so I'm, I'm going to do the same thing, same thing this time. Just save some money. Yeah, for sure. Hopefully, hopefully one day uh, the smoke and tobacco team can can head on over to Inter Tobacco. That'd be super cool to uh, experience that event. show. Yeah, yeah, it's a good event. Uh, I ran into Jonathan Drew over there, and he was he was really surprised I was there. And I was like, "Bro, I'm working hard. You shouldn't be surprised I'm there. <laughs> I'm, I'm working hard as hell. I'm like, I'm working just as hard as you did when you were, you know, really on the boots on the ground with Drew Estates. So I was like, it's no different. So don't don't be surprised. I'm doing what you did. Of course. Yeah, you know, Inter Tobacco is an interesting one. Um, we've talked about going, maybe not doing media coverage, but just going, um, you know, for the networking and to, to kind of see what it's all about. Um, yeah. But I, I've actually, I've heard of more and more brands uh, talking about, you know, making their first trip to Inter Tobacco. And, you know, I'd be curious to see uh, how that continues. Uh, and I, that one is like mid-September, I want to say that show is. Yeah, I think yeah, I looked up it's like September 16th. Yeah, September sixteenth, somewhere in there. So hey, at least it's um, not in the log jam in the first quarter. 
<laughs> but no, I mean, shove everything at us. You brought up a months. good, you brought up that good point, and we've been talking about it ever since. I mean, look, at the end of the day, Scott Pierce said, "Look, there's never going to be a perfect time for the trade show," and and, he, and he's right. I mean, you're not going to do it in quarter four in the holiday season. That's not going to happen. Right. Um, right. You know, Q3. You know. When you start, you know, like July where it is, you know, nobody wants to be in Vegas when it's when it's 120 degrees, you know, in most places. <laughs> I mean, Florida, you know, New Orleans has been talked about. Nobody wants to go there in July either. I mean, it's just as, you know, yeah. hot and if not, it's stickier because of the humidity that those states have. Um, yeah. You know, so then you start to look at, you know, Q1 and Q2. I mean, you're not going to do it right out yeah. of the gate. So that leaves quarter two. Like beginning right. of quarter two into quarter one, and it's like there really is no perfect time. But I guess when push comes to shove uh, in the long term, hey, this is what people wanted, and we'll see how it goes. And uh, yeah. hopefully it doesn't, you know, you know, as far as TPE is concerned, I, I know you mentioned like, look, it kind of they kind of like stuck it to TPE. I think that yeah. was to be expected. But mm -hmm. you're right; it's like Pure Sabor and Pro Cigar, which are you know not trade shows; those are other events um, that yeah. obviously are They're big events, though. They're big events. Mm -hmm. They're not quite as attended, I don't think. Um, no but there's but there's still a big deal, right? I mean, it's bigger than your average yeah. like cigar festival. I mean, it's it's big. Uh, and I know that's also the other interesting thing about that is, in addition to just those two events, and of course, if you follow Cuban cigars, the Habanos festivals that time. But a lot of mm -hmm. factories do their public tours at that time. Like the, I know Perdomo does it <coughs> like January, February. Um, most oh, yeah. most of them do at that time. I mean, that's that's the peak time to go down and visit a factory and a farm. I mean, that's all the tobaccos in the field. It's all grown. It's you know, they're uh, they're in harvest. So I mean, that's that's a big time to go see a factory. So when you got people who are trying mm -hmm. to figure out you know, a trade show and going down to see a factory, and it's a lot to juggle. So um, like I said, I guess we'll see how it goes. But but hats off to you guys for you know having to really deal with the logistics on that. We're just media. We just show up with camera. Uh, you guys, like you said, you guys, you go. products are developing and scheduling and all of this. And it is, it's difficult. And hopefully, you know, once it has a few years to kind of get in motion, people can kind of get their schedules right. But I'm sure we'll see, like you said, you know, production on certain things. You know, maybe PCA 24 isn't as much of a release show because people just don't have things that are ready to go. Right, right. Yep. Because yeah, actually, the last TP, I didn't, I didn't uh, display anything new. I just brought my the, the existing line. Right. We still did well, but I know in this industry, everybody's looking for something new. So you know yep. that's why the new stuff is coming out for PCA. You know, and like I said, I'm not coming with one. I'm coming with two this time. So yeah, you're yeah. coming. You're coming heavy. You get. You got. A, you got a couple of a couple of ones in the chamber there. That's awesome. Um, yeah. So, <sighs> sorry, I. Uh, I had to like catch my breath there for a second. Um, <laughs> this cigar, this cigar is fantastic. Uh, I am getting oh, almost. Thank you, I'm almost down to the band. It has continued to be just yeah. spot on. the The flavor in this mm -hmm. cigar is um, has not dropped off. It hasn't gotten too hot. It hasn't you know gotten too deep. It's been very consistent. Changes, but very consistent and it's just equally enjoyable as the first puff. Um, mm -hmm. Mitchell, are you still smoking? Um, the what was it the um the the La Hacienda La Hacienda. yeah it's uh it's been good as well you know good construction good flavor um yeah Aganorsa always you know they have good tobacco and so they're they're always making good stuff so it's uh oh, yeah. Oh, yeah yeah it's burning well I'm enjoying it yeah. I can't wait to I'm get my hands on some, uh, yeah I can't wait to try uh try some of those new blends like I said we'll be down to PCA we'll definitely get some of our hands oh, yeah. on those and We'll see how they uh, we'll see how they perform. That's true, Mitchell. You yeah, know, you'll indeed. be at PCA, so I mean, you'll get to you get to see Eric. You get to go by the booth, maybe get some samples. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Uh, so you'll definitely yeah, have a drink with us. there. Absolutely. Yeah. You, you guys got uh, drinks in the booth? Talk, talk about... <laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> oh, yeah, what, what are you What are you sipping there. on right now? Actually, uh, I have Woodford Reserve Double Oak right now. Oh, see if I nice. get the camera, yeah, there you go. It's a, so it's a solid pour. Always great go to. I, I love I love Double mm -hmm. Oak. I like Woodford oh, yeah. Reserve. I did not like the double oaked. Nothing against it. It just wasn't my palate. But Nicole loves it. I mean, that's yeah. one of her favorites. She loves the double oaked. I, um, okay. I find it's a sweeter pour than the original. Yeah, slightly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
I don't drink a lot of Whipper Reserve. I'm I'm more of a Scotch guy that I'm a Scotch guy that dabbles with bourbon. Okay. Um, Sun Sundays here at in the man cave is is Black Star Line Church, so it's our it's our day drinking. So everybody <laughs> comes to everybody that's free comes through and, and day drinks with us <laughs> until they can't take it anymore <laughs> and they leave. So, <laughs> so somebody left a bottle of this double oak with here with me, so I'm just uh, indulging and knocking it down. So. Yeah, gotta that's put it away. <laughs> what kind of, what kind of scotches oh, yeah. <laughs> do you, do you uh, prefer? I am historically a PD guy, so uh, Arbeg, Lafroig, uh, Kalila, uh, I love them. Lagavulin, I love them. But I drink all scotches. My my favorite distillery is Brooklady. Like there's there's nothing that uh, Brooklady makes that I don't like. So they everything is usually right at about a hundred proof, and all of it's just delicious. It doesn't matter what expression that they have. Um, the Bro- Brooklady Classic Lottie is actually the pairing for my Sun Grown Habano uh, El Milagro cigar. So I have pairings for all all my cigars uh, because literally uh, since I'm retired, that's all I do is I smoke and I I drink. You know, so um, so I became place. yeah I, pre- I became pretty good with uh, you know putting different spirits with uh, with different tobaccos. So yeah, it's one of my favorite things to do. I would say is uh, is definitely smoking and pairing. Uh, I I am kind of the opposite. I'd say I'm more of a bourbon guy that dabbles in scotch. Um, gotcha. I haven't I haven't found uh, Pete really sits with me well, uh, especially okay. the Lafroig stuff and the Ardbeg. Some of the lightly peated, yeah, some some of the lightly peated stuff. I like kind of the depth that it adds. Um, but uh, yeah, definitely definitely love love me some pairings. That's uh, I love. Yeah, you probably interest. like. Um, do you like Lagavulin? I actually really do one of the only like heavy peated that uh, like I've had a Laga sixteen, and it was yeah. it was a nice pour. It was a very, very nice book. Okay. So you'll probably like uh, Brooke Lottie's Poor Charlatan, uh, PC10 for short. It's lightly peated, you know sort of like Lagavulin, but it's good. I think I think I might have had that. I think a friend might have given me a sample of that as well. I got a, I got um, a bottle of it here. Let's, uh, let me get the camera. That's the bottle there. Yeah. So yeah. PC10. Brooke Lottie is really just a, a – whiskey drinkers distillery like i feel like the everything they, they distill there is really to uh to cater towards the connoisseur you know they're definitely not that like you know mass market um you know uh poor it's it's really out there yeah. to like you said a lot of stuff kind of encroaching 100 proof it's got nice proof to it it's got good depth of flavor and uh yeah. it's it's not easy on the wallet either unfortunately with brugalotti <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's usually around eighty bucks or so, depending on what yeah. bottle you get. If you get that's like Optimore now, you're going up to like yeah, two hundreds and up. That's exactly know, so. yeah. Everyone knows that's, the Optimore. That's like their stuff. high end line. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, but it can get pricey depending on where, where you're buying it from. Definitely, definitely. I also noticed uh, on your Instagram, um, you you always have such awesome dapper style. You know, you always have a sweet hat on. You know, a nice suit going. Uh, do you do you find like kind of men's uh, fashion is something you kind of like go towards, or is that something you just kind of do for the cigar industry? Um, um I, I do like fashion a lot, uh, but if you catch me, like if I'm around the house, I'm usually in workout clothes. Like yeah. you, like today, I got on a polo and some shorts. So, you know, if I'm around, I don't have a hat on. You know, and the funny thing about it is, I could be out at a lounge, like say here in Chicago, I could be out in a lounge. And if I don't have my hat on, nobody recognizes me. <laughs> and I love it. I love it because I could sit there and I could enjoy a cigar and, and nobody's coming up like, hey, man, why don't you tell me about your line? And I'm like, dude, I don't really, if you want to hear about that, listen to one of my interviews. Like, I'm just here. Just yeah. Running. You know, I was trying to get outside the house and go smoke, you know. Of course. Um, but, yeah, no, like, at, at events, I, I, I dress for the events. Even even my cutting lights, I dress for my events. Uh uh, you know, it's my way of letting people know I I am the owner. I may not be wearing some black star line, but you could tell by the way I'm dressed. I'm I'm probably higher up in the company in some form of fashion. So, um, yeah. But I have a, a a nice collection of of hats and you know that thing. So and I always always base my outfit outfit off of whatever my whatever color my hat is going to be, and I dress down. So, yeah, I love I love mm-hmm. the hat accessory. It's it's awesome. Uh, thank you, brother. Mm-hmm. I'm just lighting up the Dark War Witch cigar. Right ah, now. my man. So I finished I finished the Connecticut, um, 
And now I'm, I'm I'm eager to get to the next one now, so I'm going right into the next one. So now I'm excited. This one also <laughs> different flavor. Corona too. Uh, yeah, yeah, same size, same size. Um, okay. I also like this one too. This one has a little more sweetness yeah. to it, and um, yeah. a little it's a bit. Corona 99 like, wrapper. Yeah. So you you get it right away, right off the foot. You you taste that. Um, also, just just like the just like the Connecticut. I mean, it's full of flavor and. Uh, you know, so I mean, I've only had a couple puffs, but you know, we'll see how it goes. But I, I anticipate, you know, same level of construction, consistency. Yeah. Uh, so I'm very excited to try this one too. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go through both of them tonight. Why not? Right? It's uh, yeah. There you go. You know, why not? You it's know what's night. funny? What you know what <laughs> what pairs with that with that cigar? The, the normal the pairing I have for it is Willie Pastel, but surprisingly, I hate gin to the fullest. Really? But surprisingly. Room 101 gin goes fantastic with the dark Woolwich. <laughs> I, I like somehow I, I, I knew you were gonna it. say that. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't believe it. Like it, like it, 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 uh, it complements the floral notes and cigar with the floral notes and, and Boofy's gin. And uh, like I'm actually mad I don't have any. I'm looking over at my other table. I, I don't have any more Room 101 gin. So I'm, I'm gonna have to hit Boofy up and tell him to send me uh, a bottle or two. Because uh, he, uh, you know, that that Boofy is my brother. Like me and him, like we're we're so close, and I love him to death. And he loves Black Star Line. And he he's he told me at TPE, he was like, "Dude, I'm I'm honorary uh, Black Star Line because I'm pushing just as hard as you are for you to 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 win." So um, yeah, like the the support I've received by other owners, and and I've gained their respect due to the blends I put out. And you know, because before before I did this, is the part I left out when I was seeking out uh getting into the cigar industry i went and talked to a lot of owners like uh skip and mike from roma craft they talked yep. they talked to me about tobacco actually mike mike rosales was just sitting in my garage uh four days ago sitting here smoking with me he was in, he was in town and uh when he was done doing his visits he came by the house and came and smoked with me uh so he's a good friend of mine uh pete johnson he gave me a lot of advice uh, Lito gave me a lot of advice so I, I I not only was persistent about being in the cigar industry, but I also went and did my homework and talked to other owners to get their blessing to come into the industry. And surprisingly, this industry is so loving. Like I never got not one owner try to discourage me from coming into the cigar industry. Because um, what I found out was they want new blood, new good blood to come into the industry because all it does is help keep pushing the industry forward. And it helps people to keep trying different cigars and keep and keep smoking, you know what I'm saying? So and trying different things. So I'm very fortunate to have a lot, a lot of good friends in, in high high places, you know. No, I especially mean, you know. Go ahead, Matt. No, no, you go ahead. No, you go ahead. You know, I'm sure they can see the passion behind it, right? When you when you go to them and you ask the questions and you're looking to explore and stuff like that, you're not just wanting to, like you said, find a bundle and and throw a band on it you know you're you're putting in the time the effort you've got your boots to the ground you're you know like i said it's, it's taken two years to come out with a blend with with uh, ovea negra and and you're you're wanting to put quality behind it so that there's long-lasting yeah. sustainability and to put a good mm -hmm. good name behind uh you know the industry and and everything it represents so you know i'm sure everyone who you've yeah. talked to can can see that and notice that and uh yeah mm -hmm. uh, and to build on my persistence story, uh, this is a part I haven't said either, but April 5th is me and James Brown anniversary because on April 5th of 2018, I reached out to James. I didn't have a factory or anything. I reached out to James Brown via email to ask if I could do blends through his factory. And he told me no. So, <laughs> wow. <laughs> but my hard work and persistence to be in this industry I got his attention anyway, and here we are, you know. You so they, for anybody that's listening and, and you're you're thinking about uh, starting a cigar industry, don't get discouraged. You have to keep working hard. You have to be persistent, and you have to hear people tell you no in order to get to people to tell you yes. So, and even when they tell you no, eventually they're going to say yes, even if it's a couple of years later or four years later. It doesn't matter. They're going to if you're putting out good product and you're putting in the work and you're doing what you need to do to make this cigar industry grow, people are going to want to do blends with you. The factories are going to reach out. They're going to do everything they can to try to get you to work with you. So, Yeah, it's so true. I mean, 
most most people who listen to our show know about how my relationship with Coop started, and that was in 2020. Oh, that's my buddy too. When the, when yeah, the show, a good dude. When the show first yep. started, I I sent him an episode, not not because he was cigar Coop, just you know, just trying to share with everyone. And he sent mm-hmm. me back this thing. He was all fired up. He's like, you know, you're sending me this episode. You know, you're competing with my show. This and that. And he and I was like, damn. And he was like a dick. And mm-hmm. you know, three years later, three three years later, I mean, you know, Coop's been at my wedding. Uh, we do a show together yeah. every week. You know what I mean? So yeah. I mean, it yeah, happens. Yeah. You start off, they be like, nah, I don't want to do anything with yeah. you. And then some time goes by, and you know, and then you're doing stuff with them. So it's true. Yeah. It does happen. <laughs> I met Coop. Um, when did I meet Coop in person? I met Coop in person two years ago, maybe. I took my daughter down to see the big rat down in Orlando. Oh, nice! And I was, uh, I was, uh, I was going to be on the uh, Cigar Hustler podcast. So I started. I showed up, and I was just sitting at the bar drinking beer and you know, hanging out. And Coop was there, and I gave him a Warwich. And he smoked it right there, and he was like, "Same thing you said, man." He was like, "Dude, this this thing is delicious," you know. So, and then that moved on to me being on his, on his show. I was on his show like a year ago or so. So it's it's getting to the point. I uh, it's time for me to make another appearance on on the uh, on Coop show. So um, yeah, but he's a great dude, man. I, I, I I'm really like I said, I'm fortunate to know all, all of you all because I. I, I, cause I, you know, I'm just, a, I'm just a, a low life firefighter, bro. That, that, that knows a little bit about tobacco, and I work hard. So, well, you're very, mm-hmm. you're very. That's that's very humbling to say. And, um, you know, well, being a firefighter is also an honor. So don't sell yourself short. Yeah. I mean, thank you. <laughs> no, don't like there. I don't live in Chicago, but thank you for your service as you know someone who's you know in in the thank public, you, you know, helping people and saving lives. I mean, that's a big deal. I mean, that's. That's definitely something to uh, to be proud of too. So, yeah. don't sell yourself short on that. Um, yeah. But but yeah, no, I mean you, you you've made some great strides and um, you've been very successful so far. And I, I'm also excited to see where you go. Your cigars are great. Um, they are delicious. You, uh, I can attest to that too. So uh, I do wish you nothing but the best. And I'm excited to see what else you, you do. Um, you know you you get some good ones here. Uh, I can already imagine. Mm-hmm. What you're working I can't on, wait so. to get my hands on some some of that broadleaf, man. I love yeah. broadleaf. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> broadleaf's that, good that stuff. Blend is, <laughs> yeah, that blended. You know, I was a little apprehensive to deal with Tabacalera La Isla. Um, now Kyle started doing work with them, um, and what people don't know, Ostos is the owner of the factory, and Ostos is Terrence Riley's cousin. So yeah. I can't I can't get away from Terrence for nothing. I don't know why. But, no, you can't. Uh, <laughs> he's the great he's the great white gringo. You just you can't get away from him. You uh, know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that's Joel Osteen. Yeah, he's a, he's a really big Joel Osteen. So <laughs> yeah. you know, um, you know, but Terrence is my brother. I love him to death. You know, I I text him. I I, I normally have a foul mouth, so I, I I haven't said anything like I normally say. But uh, I text Terrence uh, almost every day. And tell him fuck you, <laughs> just to let him know I love him. You know? So you know, let him know I haven't forgotten about you, bro. I'm thinking about you. Yeah, you know? yeah, so, yeah. But no, Terrence is a great dude. I love him. Love him to death. How can you not like Terrence Riley? I mean, you know, you know the, he... the man rocks a polo and khaki. Like it's just it, you can't even stop the man. Just. You know the thing about Terrence Riley? Terrence Riley makes the most simple things so exciting. You know what I mean? He doesn't have to be over the top. He doesn't have to be loud. He doesn't have to be obnoxious. He doesn't have to do crazy things. He just is a regular dude who does his thing, Mm -hmm. and he does it well, and he does it just kind of with that, And, you know, he's just – that's what makes him cool. You know, it just – he's the man. I was really surprised about him was um, I was doing some events in Denver and he just so happened to be in the city at the same time as me. So we hung out at uh, I caught the latter half of a, a, a dojo uh, show and he was on it. So I hopped on the, the last part of it and then we drank for the rest of the night. I had no idea that Terrence could put back some 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 whiskey like that. Like I, I was I was really impressed. I, I didn't know. I didn't know he had it in him, but he does. So. Yeah, Terrence Riley is one of those people that I've slowly learned over the years. Like, never underestimate Terrence. Like, <laughs> he's a champ. <laughs> right. oh, yeah. And, you know, oh, yeah. t- we've talked a lot about, you know, you guys work with Agonor Salif. Agonor Salif, I 
You know, last year I I feel like they did a lot of rebranding and stuff with their packaging, yeah. and I feel like this year we're gonna see some 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 different things and newer and bigger things from Agonorsa Leaf. So I'm yeah. excited to see what yeah. what they do this year as well, because you know it is a it is a company that I do enjoy, and I feel like the last couple of years it's, it's it's been kind of quiet, but uh, I, I I hear them coming back with full steam this year and and doing some new stuff. So I'm, I'm excited to see. Oh, yeah if and what they do and um mm-hmm. being ready for that but we are getting towards oh, the yeah. end of our show here so we are going to wrap up um mm-hmm. but before i before i do sign off on the show tonight eric i want to thank you for being here mm-hmm. with us thank you for thank you. uh thank thank you for your time um we appreciate it and uh, anything that you want to say before we wrap up the show tonight um, as I always say, thank you for anybody that's ever supported us or even thinking about supporting us because I can't smoke all these cigars myself. So the driving force behind Black Star Line is the people that are buying the cigars, they're smoking them and they're uh, talking to people about the cigars to get the, the name of Black Star Line out. The one thing I did leave out before we go is uh, I named Black Star Line after Marcus Garvey Shipping Company. So. Um, a lot of people know about Malcolm X and Martin Luther King, but a lot of people don't know about Marcus Garvey. So I wanted to pay homage to him. He had a shipping company and he wanted, his idea was to ship goods and people back to Africa. He was buying dilapidated ships so he couldn't make it that far. So when he made it to the island. So that's my way of paying homage to him and my way of saying, I'm going to ship tobacco worldwide and not just United States. I will be overseas eventually. So I'm keeping his dream alive by, by shipping goods all over the place. Wow, so, that's amazing. Um, yeah, awesome. and if you all want to uh, support us, you can go to blackstarline.shop. You can buy directly from me, or you can go to the retailer shops. So Black Line Luxury was uh, was in the, in the in the comments. Black Line Luxury is a great place. It's Harrisburg Beer and Cigars in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. It's a fantastic place to buy cigars from. You can buy from there or Small Batch or Underground, uh, Provada. We're in a lot of online places, or and we have a retailer page where you can find. Uh, a local brick and mortar to uh, where we're carried at. And if we're not carried somewhere near you, go to your local lounge and tell them you want Black Star Line in there and we'll we'll reach out to the to the lounges and, and we'll go from there. Yeah, absolutely. Guys, check out Black Star Line Cigars today. Um, I think you're going to be very excited that you did. Uh, these cigars mm-hmm. are fantastic. So, Eric, thank you for being on the show. Guys, once again, don't forget to check out our Cigar Family Charitable Foundation fundraiser which still has about two weeks left with two weeks from tonight as when that ends and we'll have our celebration show with whatever the final total ends up being and we'll talk about all the prizes and whatnot um there is no spare notes this week spare notes will return next weekend um and next week i am not going to say because it has not been 100 percent finalized yet but we may have some very special guests on the show um, and that's all I'm going to say. So stay tuned for that. We will get that news out as soon as I have confirmation. And uh, with that, that's going to be our show this week. So thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. And as always, you can visit SmokingTobacco.com for more news, reviews, and other updates from the cigar industry. And we'll see you next week. Take care. See ya. Thank you for spending your time with us at Smoking Tobacco. Please remember to like and subscribe for more episodes and content. And as always, visit SmokinTobacco.com for news and updates from the cigar industry.